Welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. I'm feeling energized today because usually we record on a Sunday night when the impending workday is crushing my spirit, but mm-hmm. today I've already leapt into that volcano because it's Monday night, and so I'm already dying, you guys. Yes, it does feel pretty good. I got four hours of sleep last night, and I have not crashed yet. (laughs) Well, ride that adrenaline high (laughs) right until you can say uh, ASMR and then fall asleep on your microphone. Yeah, I don't say that anymore, no matter what you choose to want me to say. Louisa, you forget that I never (laughs) listen to what you're saying. I'm too busy thinking about what I'm going to (laughs) say. That's pretty much our podcast, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. We all don't listen to each other and then say something that doesn't matter and changes every week. Yep, yep, exactly. I just ate some of my leftover Easter roast lamb. I made a um, a pita pocket of it instead with Mm -hmm. tzatziki sauce, and now I'm starting to think maybe it was a bad idea to eat so much yogurt right before recording, because I feel a little (laughs) dumb. Yeah, you're going to be all farty. It's going to be terrible. (laughs) No, that is not what I'm Farts won't come out on the microphone. The hard part (laughs) is the burps that are going to be filling all your words. All your words are just burps. (laughs) Okay. Which is not that different from how I normally hear you talking. <laughs> yeah, other people oh, yeah, are just you have that weird misphonia disease. <laughs> yes. The Charlie Brown adult disease. <laughs> yeah. Except instead of a jazz band, you're just a burping monster. It's sort of like that bad guy from um, Earthbound. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Did people kind talk of. in Earthbound? No, but there was one guy <laughs> whose name was, like, Emperor Barf or something. Oh, right, yeah, he's, like, the and first whenever- boss. No, he's, like, halfway through the game, but uh, you go and fight him, and uh, every time that his text is coming up, the background music just becomes a series of burps. Pretty good. That game's <laughs> is very good. weird. Yeah, it's a great game. I've probably played through that game more than any other game I've ever owned, I think. One of the difficulties, I, I'm currently still playing through it on the Wii U, and I'm up to the part where you have to go into a dungeon in the desert, which mm. is supposed to be the hardest part of the game. Mm-hmm. And I understand uh, this game came out in, what, 1994, so I get it that if you're going to do a game, you have to include all of the RPG things like grinding, and they do it in a way, or did it in a way, where it's like making fun of that, but you're still doing it. You still have to do all that grinding, and it's 2018, I don't want to spend any time grinding in a video game. <laughs> the thing that drove me crazy is there's a part later where you're in Ness's dream, um, and if you fight this certain monster, they have a 1% chance of dropping uh, the best weapon in the game for Ness. Uh, and I remember as a kid, I spent, I think I measured it, and it was somewhere around 16 hours on that one strip of the the game fighting the monster over and over mm-hmm. again until I could get it. And I was like level 90 something by the time I got to the final <laughs> boss because of it. <laughs> it didn't matter that you had that sword no, anyway. <laughs> it really didn't. Not yeah. at all. Yep. But uh, you gotta get it. 
So I've noticed, uh, you know, I'm just going to make this my thing online is that I've been playing a lot of. um, Jeff, what did you do online this week? Oh, okay, cool. Thank you for asking me. (laughs) Uh, I have been playing a lot of Nintendo Switch and I bought a couple new games with my leftover Nintendo fun money that I put into my account on Christmas time. Uh, I had bought Pokemon Crystal when that came out and that, but that was only like $8 or whatever. So I then bought uh, Blossom Tales the Sleeping King, which is basically a old school style Zelda game. Uh, it's I would compare it to Link to the Past because that's the graphical fidelity and obviously the thing they are most aping. Mm-hmm. Um, but the puzzles are a little more interesting uh, than like you actually have to think about some of the puzzles in the first dungeon, which is not something that generally happens in any Zelda game, new or old. Um, True. Like there's uh, I th- one of my favorite styles of puzzle, which is where you have to draw an image with uh, one continuous line that doesn't intersect with itself. So there's like a, a thing on the floor and you have to not touch any of the red tiles and turn all of the tiles you walk on red oh, without I hate those. Yeah. yeah. I there were a couple of those in there that took me like two or three tries that I enjoyed. Um but um I don't know. It's a it's a good game. It's wrapped in the Princess Bride formula where the story of the game is presented as a grandpa telling a kid a story. <laughs> uh, so every time you die, the kids are like, okay, come on, grandpa, that's not what really happened. Uh, or or like some variant on that. Um, and like before, when he's doing the intro segment, he's saying... Uh, he he's saying like, oh, do you want me to tell you the story about that uh, that kid uh, in the ancient land of? Huh? And just cuts it off because he's talking about Zelda, obviously. And they're like, no, no, we've heard that one. Tell us a new one. So it sort of <laughs> provides a, an in-universe justification for why the game is almost exactly a reskinned Zelda. <laughs> hmm, interesting. Yep, uh, but that one's fun. <laughs> this sounds like what will you will be doing with your grandchildren in like fifty years, Jeff? Trying yes. to explain how video games worked when you were a kid. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Pretty much. Um, but the actual thing that I wanted to talk about was how uh, I the Switch lets you look at your friends' gameplay habits, and I discovered Uh-oh. that Louisa has played three hundred eighty-five <laughs> hours of Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Oh, Louisa. Listen, it's been a whole year. That's only that's, like an hour a day. That's almost quadruple what I've played the game, and I got it the same day as you, and have gotten, and have gotten like, I've played some of the DLC. Uh, I guess you got all the shrines. I didn't get all I the did shrines. That, yeah. Plus, I just like walking around sometimes. Yeah. I had to upgrade all my equipment. That was important. And some of that stuff is hard as shit to get. You have to get so many parts from those dragons. So you remember when every week, Louisa says she doesn't have time to do anything on the internet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> this I'm is busy. why. <laughs> I am busy saving Hyrule. Thank you. Yeah, it's important. I get it. There's something good and pure about this, though, I think. And it's it harkens back to, you reminded me talking about Earthbound, because you would have 
like one game at a time, and that would be yeah. all you'd play until your next birthday or Christmas. And I imagine Louisa, mm-hmm. with your birthday so close to Christmas, you would just get like a thing, and that would be it for the year. Yeah, pretty much. I would always save up myself, and I would always end up getting a game in the summer, but then just literally playing it eight hours a day every yep. single day. <laughs> oh man, that, those that's whew. I uh, I just applied for. Uh, uh, job in education, and it will be very nice if I get it to just, okay, these three months I don't have work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you could work and then have money. <laughs> well, they, I, uh, one thing they'll do for your paycheck is, uh, let you even, like, spread it out over the whole right. year. Uh, yeah. which I, I think, uh, <laughs> is probably what I would have to do so that I wouldn't hit. Uh, the middle of July and suddenly have zero money and have to give my apartment back to the bank and then die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might be fun, though. You could have a cool, fun summer job like so many movies tell us is good. Well, I can't I- even get a cool, fun, like, regular job in real life. <laughs> I've been working at my job now for 11 years. Actually, it's been 11 years as of next week. Um, and oh, I so that means we've think- known each other for 12 years? No, 13 years? longer than that. I think well, we, we met in like 2005 or something. 2006, yeah. Yeah, wow. Anyway, um, I've been at this job for a very long time, and I'm starting to understand that thing that old people say, where it's like, if I retired, I would feel like weird not working mm. at all. And, like, I feel like that's the same thing I would feel if I was in your shoes, Jeff, and I was going to be teaching so that I'd have three months off every summer. Like, I don't know what I would do with myself. Now, that's well, a I've, crazy thing that you're saying, because I've I, been of course, am a little bit older than you, Matt, <laughs> and I also have a full-time job, but I have also worked 11 years, and I had a <laughs> job before that, of course, and uh, I have no problem doing nothing. Like, when I have vacation days and I use them, like, I cannot believe how fast the time goes. Yeah. No, I'm on Louisa's team here. I've been, (laughs) like, aside from a temp job that I had for a couple months over the holiday season, I've been unemployed since April, and I don't do anything. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I could handle that. I think I would feel guilty all the time for not doing something productive. Oh, I do. Yeah, no, I I feel guilty 100% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) I wake up in the morning and I'm like, well, obviously I'm going to make a meal at some point and uh, I will probably play my video game for a little bit and maybe read a book. And then, like, it's 8 p.m. all of a sudden (laughs) and I've done nothing but one of those things. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be like, time to edit today's episode of Seeing Reddit, and then I will uh, get to the point where I have to like finalize it and export it, and it will be 7.30 in time to play Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> with my friends, and the episode will go up late. Hooray! <laughs> like I yeah. that ha- like every because we, we usually play on Tuesday or Thursday, but and so I'll do it like the night before because uh, oh. both of my po- that's when my podcasts come out that I edit uh, is on Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. and I couldn't do it the day before because today I worked on that uh, that job application and I'm recording now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of times when I uh, see that the sun is starting to go down, it really gives me like a weird cognitive dissonance that sends me into a panic. Like, how could it be nighttime now? I haven't done the thing yet. 
I don't know. Maybe it's just that I have a. I, I think I might just be more highly evolved than you guys because oh, every second, it? every second of my <laughs> life, I feel ticking away from me, and I feel like I've wasted every single moment of my life. So well, I do that too. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you there. <laughs> I'm yeah. painfully aware of every second that I've spent not contributing anything to anyone, including myself. Yeah, I let those yeah. seconds tick away while I stare at the spiral of bad news on Twitter, and they tick away, and I feel the whole time, I'm like, you know, if I just spent maybe another ten hours total, I could finish that book I was writing in November, and then mm -hmm. ten hours later, I'm still laying in bed looking at Twitter, being yep. upset, and now I've gotten more upset, and I've just, like, I've, I've... It's like it feels like the image associated with it is like wringing out a rag, but the rag is my brain. Yes. <laughs> well, it always feels like you're always like, okay, I just need to do this one thing. I just need to call my bank, and it'll take 15 minutes, and then the rest of the day I'll feel great. And then 15 <laughs> minutes later, you still haven't done it, and you feel worse, and you're like, I'm just gonna keep feeling worse until I do it. Yeah. I'm gonna do it right now. Here's the, here I go. Yeah. Let's go. And the neurons yeah. aren't firing in the uh, <laughs> video feed of you. It'll just be you sitting perfectly motionless. Yes. And then yep. after, after like four hours of that, a single tear starts to roll down your face. <laughs> That's the worst part, where you're like, also, I'm not allowed to enjoy myself. Yes. So instead of doing this 15 minute thing I will spend four hours of my day off not enjoying anything miserably yeah. instead this of doing the, it this is the thing that I always end up doing is like okay well I'd like to play a game but I really need to clean the kitchen, so I'm not going to let myself play a game until I clean the kitchen. And then I just walk through and, like, Jen's watching home and garden television or whatever, and I, like, sit and watch it. I don't want to watch it. I don't yeah. like it. I don't care, but I'm going to watch it rather than clean the kitchen or have fun. I've done neither yeah. of the things. Yeah. I, I, we used to, we were at one point collaborating on making a comic book together, Matt, many years ago. Yes. And you would be like, I'm going to put on a superhero movie to as like background noise while I draw. Uh, mm -hmm. And then everyone would have like be able to work in that environment because it was a three-person art team. And then I would lay there staring at the TV at a superhero <laughs> movie I didn't want to watch because for some reason, if a TV is on anywhere, I have to be looking at it, even if it's a doctor's <laughs> office and it's like the same news loop or whatever. Yeah. Well, we tried oh, one time, I think, not putting a movie or TV show and on. And no one and else could was, work. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, insufferable for me and Chris, who were trying to do stuff, and then, like, people would start conversations, and then we'd have to talk to them and not focus on what we were doing, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, it's, anyway, folks, uh, out there in the audience, cognitive, uh, what is it, executive dysfunction is a, uh, real symptom, don't feel bad, <laughs> it is not, uh, pro it's not, it's not laziness, it's a, a symptom of whatever, uh, mental illnesses that you are dealing with, and it's okay, now, but also it feels it extremely bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, does it count as a mental illness if literally everyone on Earth has it? Every <laughs> what I've ever met. <laughs> I think that no, that I is... I definitely know some people are like, so, this morning I woke up at four, and then yep. I went for a run, and then I got all this stuff done before I had to come to work, and I'm like, <laughs> how could you not just lie in bed watching the clock tick and being like, oh, shit, this is yeah. the literal minute I have to get out of bed to go to work. <laughs> you guys there think are people we should all be taking a lot of medicine? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that... 
here's my my actual take on it is we've constructed society in such a way that our brains don't work in it um and so you're saying suicide is the only answer (laughs) i'm saying we have to yeah of course that's what we learned from mash the documentary (laughs) yeah that's right It's like we have to do the generations long work of making society better for all people. But in the meantime, yeah, we should probably all be on a lot of medicine. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder, though, because I often think about what a society that was better for all people would look like. And it feels like it would be worse for all people, even though the the base premise is that it would be better. Like, I I've read a thing that said that more than half of the population, like, doesn't function very well if they wake up before 9 a.m. Yep. Um, and everything, like, work starts at 8 a.m. most of the places I've ever worked. So you have to get up at 7.30 or whatever. Um, like, I would love for people to be like, the, our society is now saying that you can sleep till whenever, but then... What if I want to go to Target and buy something and everyone's asleep? <laughs> yeah. Like, I <laughs> sleep in the aisles of Target. <laughs> yeah. Like, I. Uh, that means that if Jeff wants to sleep until 11 a.m., I can't get anything done that involves Jeff before 11 a.m. Yeah, I mean, it's it doesn't have to be total anarchy like that, you know? <laughs> there could still doesn't be it? schedules. Part of it is labor. Like the yeah. goal, the goal of the labor movement um, back when people like would take rifles into the mines and shoot their bosses because the, they were working eighty hours a week with no food and water. Like yes. that time labor movement. It, the goal was uh, four days a week, twenty hours, and we settled for double that amount of hours and one more day per week. Yeah. Uh, so I think, like, if there were, like, less hours that you had to work, most people would be, like, yeah, there would still be people who have to work third shift or whatever, but it would be less of a problem because you wouldn't be starting work at 8am and working until 8pm for, like, a retail or food service job. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> uh, Louisa and Mai's brother, Michael, are is going to Taiwan uh this week actually uh oh, to wow. teach english for a year and, oh jeez um I, we were talking to him about his plans and stuff and i i asked him if he was going to be visiting any other places in asia while he was over there and he said the the work schedule he is on means that he's working every day of the week except sunday for pretty much the whole year and i was like well yeah but you know in taiwan they get weeks off all the time like there's the you know in almost every country in the world other than the United States, they have their concept of holidays is like, oh, yeah, the first two weeks of June, everyone is off. Yep. Yeah, it's really funny <laughs> if you watch any, like, school anime, uh, it's impossible to parse, uh, yes. like, how their school what is schedule a works. week? Yeah, <laughs> they're like, magical. <laughs> they're like, here we go, the beginning of the school year in April. What? Uh, yeah. sorry? Now we're doing yeah. our summer vacation in the middle of the school year. Uh, hold yes. on. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. I, the first time I heard Golden Week, I genuinely thought it was a fantasy concept. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other thing that's hard to parse, is many school animes also have, like, dragons and stuff in them, so yes, it's hard exactly. to tell what is drawn from actual school schedules yeah. in another country what and what is What are you gonna do next week believe. on Golden Week? I don't know, maybe train my unicorn? Like... <laughs> 
Uh, so what did you do online this past week, Matt? Okay, I'm going to bring up something that probably neither of you care about. So the, the, the That's see- cool, I did that. The seeing Reddit story. <laughs> Um, so yesterday was Easter, and I watched the uh, the televised phenomenon and internet oh, yeah. sensation Jesus Christ Superstar Live. Did you guys watch this? No. I did not. Okay. I really like the musical Jesus Christ Superstar. I feel like Andrew Lloyd Webber in general is very good 50% of the time. <laughs> that, I, I have not seen it. I, I think that you would not get much pushback if you said it was his best. Yeah, I think that a lot of people think Phantom of the Opera yeah, is also very Phantom good, uh, or Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. He had a lot of hits. He also had a lot of yeah. bl- bombs, cats. I'm looking at you, cats. <laughs> Starlight uh, Express. That was him, right? I mean, I don't that. know. Yeah, Phantom Two. That uh, is that good? I don't know if that one's good. I don't know. The I Phantom found Menace. it. Coney Island. That sounds so insane. <laughs> that when I heard that, I was like, "Well, this is a lie," but it's true. <laughs> Phantom yep. 2, The Phantom Menace. I know that I made that joke a second ago, but Louisa talked over me, and I really wanted to make sure it came out. Oh, okay, cool. <clears throat> anyway, um, so I watched this, and then today I was looking at people's reactions to it. And by and large, everyone was saying it was great, and everything about it was great. And it makes me very sad because I worry that most people can't tell when something is good. Yes, I That's agree with that. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. So I watched this thing, and I was watching it with uh, with my fiance and her dad over at their house, uh, and we are all fans of the musical, so we were really excited for it, and we watched it, and it was a good show. I liked most of it. The <laughs> problem was, John Legend, as Jesus, was literally the least charismatic performance of a per- of an actor I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> He has got an amazing <laughs> voice, but like when your Jesus in Jesus Christ Superstar is acting like a wet noodle, like no one else can really do anything. Yeah, he's I the title that was character. To be how it is though? I've only seen the the movie once, but I thought the idea is that he was supposed to be kind of like um, separate from people, like so you're supposed mm. to realize that he was like different from you, and you couldn't no. quite understand him. No, no is, you've missed could, the entire point of the musical, actually. <laughs> could this like, one be best summarized as Big Gay Jesus? What are you saying? Could what one? <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar. It's the one where it's like, let's do a big, like, flamboyant Jesus story, right? No, you're thinking of Godspell. Okay. I, I don't know the difference between those two. That's yeah, why I, I had either, to ask. Okay. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> They're the same to me. <laughs> okay, let's start. Let's, let's back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar is a sort of disco-inspired rock musical, which I know sounds terrible, but it's actually pretty good. Um, and it's, it tells the story of uh, Jesus starting with when Judas begins to realize that Jesus seems to be more concerned with being the son of God than with helping people. Um, and then it's sort of a very taut, emotional uh, falling apart of these two friends leading to Jesus dying. Mm-hmm. So, the best part of the musical, it is universally acknowledged, is Judas. He has the best songs, and his acting is fantastic, and everything about it is great. He gets to commit suicide at the end, spoiler, 
yeah. for the Bible, I guess. Um, <laughs> Wait, does he kill himself in the Bible, too? Yeah, he oh, hangs yes. himself, doesn't yes. he? Yes. 30 pieces of silver? I know things mm, about the yes, Bible. Exactly. Yeah, I knew the 30 pieces of silver, but uh, in, th- in the most uh, recent retelling of that story, I know, he becomes DC Universe's The Phantom Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Anyway. Yep, extremely stupid, and I hate it. Go on. Yes. Um, and the guy who was playing Judas was a Broadway actor who was in uh, like Hamilton and some other things. I think he was on yeah. a soap opera like One Life to Live or something as well. Anyway, who wasn't in Hamilton these days? <laughs> um, but he's he was extremely talented. But when I sat down and started watching it, I was like, oh no, this is going to be very bad because John Legend coming out and singing, he moves his face a lot as if that is act- what acting is. <laughs> but he didn't really do anything. So the the beginning scenes are a lot of duets between Jesus and Judas and they both were just so bland and I was like uh oh. But then later on Judas goes off and does his own thing and the dude was like fucking break dancing while singing and like I thought he was going to have a heart attack he was so into it he was killing it and then I realized 100% what happened is the director of the show came to him and said you're upstaging John Legend the name <laughs> on the show when you're on stage with him you cannot be good <laughs> uh, yeah I uh, this uh, this guy who played Judas was the one who in that hit viral uh, internet video sensation uh, yeah. said to the vice president that Hamilton is not for him uh, pretty yes. much. <laughs> yep. Uh, and good for him, and I'm very yeah. glad that he got to be on national television and everyone seemed to love his performance because it was great. Even Sarah Bareilles was pretty good, which I did not expect. <laughs> Every yeah, time you I see the her, lead. I think she's Chelsea Peretti. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, Chelsea she Peretti does look a lot like Chelsea Peretti, yes. <laughs> You've really buried the lead here because rock legend Alice Cooper is in this damn thing. Yeah, yeah. who does he play? I he plays it King, out. King Herod. Oh, okay. Um, he was fine. Uh, the problem was that he clearly, he's been in the Broadway version of Jesus Christ Superstar before, um, and so he very clearly thought that he didn't need to work very hard. Like, uh, Christopher Walken in that, uh, uh, Peter Pan (laughs) that turned into such a tragedy? Uh, I don't know, but sure. Yeah, I don't know what you mean either. Oh, that live performance on NBC or whatever last year. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Oh, he was Captain Hook, wasn't he? Yeah, it was so bad. That sounds terrible. That was the one with, uh, Allison Williams and her costume that gave me extremely feelings. (laughs) Yes. Oh, jeez. Okay, anyway. Um, but King Herod only has one song in the whole thing, uh, and it's a very fun song, and Alice Cooper did a great job singing yeah, it. School's but, out. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but he messed up the lines a couple of times. Oh, no! Yeah. He's got a Swiss cheese brain from doing a lot of drugs in the 70s, that's fine. Yes. <laughs> But also, like, I don't know, in the movie, it's a very fun number where Herod is, like, dancing around, and it's got, like, a ragtime beat to the song, and there's a bunch of uh, showgirls dancing behind him, and clearly Alice Cooper is not capable of doing that, so he just came out and stood very still while showgirls danced around him. (laughs) They should have, like, done it up in a way that would incorporate the sort of stage antics that he uh, can do. I don't think he can do any of them. (laughs) I genuinely think he was having trouble standing still. Hmm. So do you want to know... 
Do you want to know what the most recent musical by Andrew Lloyd Webber is? Because it's not Phantom of the Opera 2. It's it's School of Rock, based on the 2003 Richard Linklater oh film God. School of Rock. That's cool. I hate it. I didn't think that they had gotten, like, a famous person to write School of Rock. I thought it was, like, a jukebox musical or something. That's fine. I mean, that was a fine <laughs> movie, so good. Yeah. I don't care, I guess. Yeah, I, I will care. probably never go see that production, because I like yep. the movie. Yep. Um, but anyway, my point about all of this Jesus Christ Superstar stuff is seeing all of these people with unmitigated praise, like, it's one thing when you like a show like Modern Family where everyone's acting is terrible, and it's just like, okay, oh, well, this you, again. <laughs> you're not very good at understanding things, fine. But when you can see a very good actor on the same stage as a very bad actor, and your brain is like, these are both equally good... There's something wrong with you. <laughs> it makes me angry. <laughs> You're making me angry. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of people don't actually have a sense of humor because they'll tell you things are great and then they'll describe them and you're like, this is like the worst thing. This is like something mm. a 10-year-old would find funny. What's wrong with you? You're like an adult. Modern Family? <laughs> Ty Burrell is very good on that show. <laughs> One thing that we've completely eliminated, I saw someone point this out on Twitter, is we don't have, like... B entertainment anymore, like a B movie, not B movie starring Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Shut up! I genuinely <laughs> thought you were talking about movies. No, about like bees. nobody's making B movie anymore. Why is that? <laughs> what was that movie like, where there were bees from outer space that built a hive <laughs> in that lady's head? Uh, what? There was a movie where bees killed people, and uh, I, as a child, watched it because there was a very horrible scene where the bees, like, flew into this lady's nose and carved out her brain and made a hive in her head. Now, see, that sounds like the kind of bee movie I'm talking about, both <laughs> yeah, in the see? sense that it has bees in it and is a schlocky horror movie. Yes, exactly, yes. Yeah. But, like, th these, uh... These live productions of shows on network television get a lot of viewership, but they should be, like, way crazier, right? I don't know. I guess. I mean, they're live. I think that's the, the cachet. I think everything now has to be something that you can share on social media. Yeah, but John Legend is, like, such a boring, safe choice for that, I think. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, yeah. conventionally handsome, he doesn't have a big outlandish personality, and, like, according to Matt, he kind of did a wooden job. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a bold choice in one regard for racists, right? Yes. Uh, I mean, yeah, if you want to do Actually, the, ra the, ra the popular racially inaccurate version where yeah. everyone's white. <laughs> I suppose that's true, although almost always in the Broadway show, Jesus is played by a black man. Also, Judas has- I've never seen Judas not played by a black man. Yeah, he yeah. was in the movie as well, I remember. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's like, you would, you would want to cast- someone else from Broadway, right? Like, if you were gonna do the, 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 camp, the campy, ridiculous mm. version. This is the conversation we had afterwards, mm -hmm. uh, after watching it, of who would you cast as Jesus? Given that, I think the reason they cast John Legend is because they needed a name that people would recognize to get excited about, who maybe mm. weren't familiar with the musical otherwise. And they yeah. knew his um, uh, wife, who's famous on Twitter, would tweet about it, and that would get them a bunch of viewers. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so uh, we were trying to think, who would you cast as Jesus, given the stipulation that they needed to be famous enough to draw a crowd? 
Uh, I suggested Grant Gustin, but yeah. I, I don't know if he's exciting enough. Yeah, for he's it. not exciting. But he's got the singing chops. I yeah, that's true. Good. I think he's exciting enough. He does a good. He does a good emotional job of his acting. I think. What about Lin Manuel Miranda? <laughs> oh God! I said charismatic, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> he is so charismatic that despite Mm-mm. the fact that I don't like the two things he's most famous for, I still am charmed by him. <laughs> That's Des- true. <laughs> describing him as charismatic is like describing that kid who always asks you after band class if you wanted to hang out as charismatic. That's, no. that's the level of charismatic he is. <laughs> we're, never gonna, we're never gonna get him to be on our podcast if you're this mean about him. <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying that I don't like him as a person. I'm just saying everyone says he's so charming and I do not, un- like, his his public appearances do not charm me. Mm. Yeah, he's got a I, bit of that frantic energy like uh, Chris Hardwick that really mm, creeps yes. me out. Yes. That's like, oh, I, but- I have to be manic about how intense I am. Mm, Chris down, Hardwick buddy. seems tired, though. He seems know. tired, but he also seems desperate to, to like, get your attention. Like, <laughs> whenever he makes a joke, he has to laugh at it afterwards in that awkward way where he hopes that you start laughing now. Have yes. I I've on this show before compared Chris Hardwick to Slurms McKenzie from Futurama? Because that's <laughs> exactly how he comes across to me in everything. Where he's oh, like, man. there's, a, there's a, a Viacom executive backstage who will cap me in the back of the skull <laughs> if you don't laugh at this joke about Twitter right now. Please, please help. Yeah. This is a very fantasy casting heavy episode, considering we usually do that at the end. Yeah, I was going to make a joke about that. Yeah. Uh, my, if we're going to go with Glee actors, which we are, I would say Darren Chris would be a good uh, Jesus. Okay. I don't know who that is, but sure. Oh, he was also very big on Glee, and he plays. Who does? Who is he? Oh, he's in the crossover, right? Yeah, he was he was that guy. He was in the episode of The Flash, the Christmas one, where he makes the Flash and Supergirl like live inside a oh, weird yes, old that movie. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Um what do you do you guys think that Bruno Mars would be better than John Legend? Yes. Yes. 100%. He would try harder. Yes. He might be too big for it, but he was another person I thought would be a good choice uh, for it's Jesus. It's funny because he yes. is very small. <laughs> oh, I was. I thought you were going to say it was funny because being too big to play Jesus is a pretty crazy thing to say. <laughs> also that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Louisa, what did you do online this week? So I got a new game, and I know Jeff knows all about it, but uh, I downloaded for the Nintendo Switch uh, Dragon Quest Builders. Oh, you yeah. know, Jeff knows all about it, even though I'm the one who talked about it on late, at yes, length that's on this true. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see Jeff talking about playing it more than I paid attention yeah, I, to you talking about it, I guess. <laughs> yes, actually. I had, okay. <laughs> it, I had it from the library for a week, and I just checked my time yesterday, 25 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I have it again from the library and I'm afraid to dip back into it because I know I'm going to start playing and blink and it will be 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me yesterday. I played until 1am. And uh, uh, I think we all agree that it's a very good game. Agree? Yes. Uh, yeah, I thought that I thought that ooh, you were going to be like, I yeah, think we all too. agree that it's a very good game, but... Right. <laughs> no, no, but I really love all the little touches where, like, if you go into one of the big battles, the screen, like, closes in with pixels the same way things happened yep. in the original, uh, when it, back when it was called Dragon Warrior, the original yep. Dragon Warrior game, and I love it very much. So I'm enjoying yeah. it a lot. 
I was surprised because I thought going in, I'm like, this is going to be Dragon Quest themed Minecraft. Yeah. But there's such a big focus on the town building that it ends up being Dragon Quest themed Act Razor. Yeah, um, kinda. Act Razor, I haven't played a ton of, but I had that on the Wii Virtual Console, and it's a game where you have to, you're a god, and you're trying to rebuild a destroyed civilization, and you have to, like, respond to your followers' requests as you, like, rebuild their town. And so that is the aspect that felt very similar. Can we talk about how absolutely bananas it is that no one has made a more, like, a new Act Razor game in so long? Because it's the most brilliant concept for a game ever. It's not even my favorite game, but it's definitely the smartest concept for a game ever. I have never played it. Tell me more about it. It's city building segments and then platform action segments, and it's you just like if if you took SimCity and then every time that you got bored with the SimCity part, you suddenly were playing Super Metroid. It's that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you like go through levels to kill monsters as an avatar of this god who's building this town to like collect more but, orbs to make the town gooder. But what's brilliant mm. about it is that the two gameplay styles feed into each other. So as you're building the city, there are certain areas where you can get resources, but they're blocked off by monsters. So if you want to get your town to be better, you can go into that space and clear it out so that people can start building there. And then mm. when you're clearing stuff out, if you find certain power-ups, they give you powers to, like, make rainstorms happen and things in the city park. Huh. So this is like Builders a lot in the- that you do yes. that sort of thing in yes. this game. But- I think that game mashups like ActRaiser, I genuinely thought when it first came out, I loved that game, and I was like, oh man, this is the future of games, and it really isn't. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just ActRaiser 1 and 2, Dark Cloud 1 and 2, and Dragon Quest Builders, and I can't think of another strong example of the sort of, like, combined play styles. I'm very surprised, actually, that there aren't more modern games that are combinations of card games and other things, because that's oh, a very easy So many of them pair. are bad, though. I like, know, but Fire it's... Emblem is kind of that, isn't it? For some of the Fire Emblems. No, you no. don't have a ca- you don't have cards, really. That's just like a regular RPG strategy game. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um... Speaking of which, I just remembered that I also just ordered uh, Drop Mix for, with my Ooh, game fun. box to that I got. Drop Biscuits? Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of Drop Mix? Yes, Cornmeal I've played it. Or like whole wheat? What, what are you doing with here? <laughs> okay, Louisa. <laughs> uh, yeah, Drop Mix is very fun. Uh, Louisa, Have since you, you don't. It? Yes, I've played it. Uh, oh, I'm so excited. For for those of you in the audience and on the podcast who don't know, uh, it's like a plastic tray that connects to your phone via Bluetooth, and it comes with a bunch of cards that have RFID uh, mm. or uh, <laughs> chips in them, and they Sounds represent- like a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, yeah, they represent segments of songs, and so there's five, like, segments that you can put oh. down on the tray to make a, a like, yes. remix loop. I listened to the podcast Wonderful, hosted by Griffin McElroy, mm. and he got this as a gift for Christmas, yep. and then he talked extensively on one episode about it. It does it's- sound cool. Uh, I watched some videos of people playing it, and it looks so incredibly fresh. Like, just the idea of, like, you can put five pieces of the same song down, and then it just plays that song. And then you can be like, (laughs) I'm going to take out the beat of this song and replace it with the beat from, like, Jackson 5, I Want You Back. And suddenly the whole song 
changes itself to be good with that beat. Yep. <laughs> you can hit the button and it'll just randomly change everything into a different key and tempo that sounds cool. And you'll get like the vocals from Call Me Maybe, but in a minor key over like the guitar and drums from Down With The Sickness. And it's just like, it's... It makes little clips, and you can just click at any time, save this, and it'll save the little 30-second loop for you to post somewhere, and it's awesome. It makes you feel really cool when you're playing it. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. So, you've played it or not yet? No, I just ordered it today, because I <sighs> last week I talked about how I had this GameStop card that I didn't know what to do with, and then oh, I remembered right. that they also have board games at GameStop, <laughs> and so that's what happened. When you play, the thing to remember is the rainbow cards are the most powerful, and of these, the most powerful one is Disturbed Down with the Sickness. Because the <laughs> rainbow cards are the ones that like cha- that make it do like a, a build-up and a drop and changes the beat and tempo, and of course, Down with the Sicknesses ends with the ooh-ah-ah-ah-ah, and then the song starting in again, and it's... <laughs> no matter what you play it on, it is just cool it just sounds cool <laughs> okay so what i'm hearing from you is that i should turn every song into rainbow connection <laughs> yep that's yeah. it <laughs> uh random subreddits time uh i want to say about the game the one thing that's bothering me is that uh you can accidentally make a move in your town where you destroy part of a wall and then yep. you lose the points for the room you created because it's no longer a room, it's got a hole in it. And then if you fix it, you don't get all those points back. And it's yeah, really do. fucking me up. It, you don't, I checked. <laughs> for instance, like if you build a, a bedroom, like mm. you get 700 points, then you lose 700 points. And then when you rebuild it, you get 650 points. I saw that come up on my screen. Mm, oh, weird. Do you have all the same stuff in there, though? Because yes. I thought that's what was happening, too. But then I realized that I'd knocked over like a pot. And that pot was worth the extra points I was missing. Well, I, I you could be right, but from what yeah. I saw, no. I think I know what's happening. You get more points if those rooms have walls made out of other stuff, and if you don't replace them with the same good stuff, it'll be, mm. like, less valuable. Yeah. Like, it's maybe the that wall that yet. got knocked over was chalk or stone, and you replaced it with regular dirt. Mm, could be, I don't think so, but... That is yeah. the thing. That is the thing that made me stop playing it as much, is that... Yeah. I had to build my city out of dirt because that's all I had, and then I would get partway through the game, and then monsters would come that could knock over dirt without even trying, and so I'd have to knock over every segment of my entire city I built to oh. replace it all with stone, and it's very frustrating. Can't you just put cladding on the side of it yeah, that exactly. you can make in, at the anvil? Nope. Not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, this is your fault. You t- you build stone wall with, like, two stone or whatever, and then you build stone cladding out of the stone wall, and you I have, understand. like, 50 things to replace the yeah. wall without having to rebuild anything. Uh, no, because I still know that there's dirt in there. <laughs> There isn't because no, when you, then when you then when you destroy the block, it's a stone block when you pick it up. No, no, it's not here's, though. Here's the problem for me though. <laughs> I when see. I first got straw flooring, I put straw flooring in every single one Everywhere. of my rooms because I liked it and it was nice. And then now I have flagstones, and I wanted to make some of the rooms flagstones. Oh, you can't it doesn't change. Re- it doesn't straw. replace the straw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can only change dirt. So that's really fucking me up. Because what I am going to do is dig up that floor and yep. put in a new floor so I can make flagstones because I yep. need those flagstones. This is the it's same f- thing that 
this is the same thing that I have to do with the walls, and it has the exact same amount of mechanical difference, Louisa. And yet we're both going to do it because we're crazy oh people. Yes, that is going to be my downfall, but it's very fun apart from that. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, the the thing that saves me there is when you get to the end of a chapter, you go away from that, and it's stored, it's quarantined in a separate save file, and you move to the next chapter with a totally fresh town to start from zero. Ooh, that's pretty yes, good. but yes, but then when you start that town, you're like, well, fuck, I don't have anything to get any other th- any stuff but dirt. I still have to build this town from dirt from the beginning. Uh, see, I'm not I'm not addressing your dirt problem because <laughs> yeah, that's, that's weird strange. broke brain stuff. <laughs> like you can magically turn that dirt to be stones, and no, you no, listen, Jeff. If the thing you could make was a magic spell that changed dirt into stone, I'd be fine with it. But it says it's cladding, which means you're putting the stone on the outside, and it's still dirt inside, and I cannot. <laughs> abide that. But the monsters see it and they're like, oh no, this is stone. I can't possibly attack this. And then they don't even try. Yeah, but I do, I do understand. I'm trying to (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to figure out the way I can trick you into understanding (laughs) how the game already works because I I know that. I understand how the game works, Jeff. I know, I know. That that is why it's so hard to to try and trick your brain that has already tricked you into believing this fake thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into these random subreddits because I feel like we're only going to get angry at each other. Yes. And no. I need to yeah. We we just more. got right up to the edge of it, and it's perfect. <laughs> I need to play the last chapter of this game, and I will probably do that tonight slash tomorrow morning. <laughs> okay. Uh, so random subreddit time. I got r slash not like the other girls, which appears to be nervous. Uh, <laughs> it appears to be sort of posts making fun of people posting mm-hmm. stuff where they desperately want to be unique. It reminds me of that one question on my bim bam that one time where it's like, uh, is it a little bit special that I sometimes speak in an English accent? <laughs> yeah. That exact attitude is this entire board. Uh, I feel yeah. like there's a way that you could handle this sort of thing that was constructive, but I feel like what this is actually going to be is a bunch of misogyny. Yeah, I want this to be women dunking on, like, mm-hmm. those just-one-of-the-guys type of women who have all that internalized misogyny, but yes. what I am certain this board will be is mostly men being like, ha-ha-ha, look at how hard these women are trying to make us like them. Yeah, yeah I really wish it wasn't <laughs> gendered, because I think that people who post things online about, like, self-deprecating things online where they secretly just want people to tell them that they like them are the worst, and I hey. love- to dun- I love dunking on that kind of person. No. Not you, Jeff. You never, you never act like you would re- respond positively to people complimenting you afterwards. You're always that's, just like that's fair. You're just like I am the worst, and if you tell me otherwise, I'm gonna unfriend you. My, yeah, my self-deprecation is always centered around like. Uh, Please don't tell me that I'm actually good because that won't be helpful to me. So yeah, I guess I don't fit your. That's the thing. Uh, I don't mind. I'm not. Jeff, I'm Jeff's not one not of those like girls. girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not thing, like any girls in I many ways because I'm not a girl. I hate myself too. We all are. We all are on the same page here. Yeah. I'm just saying when it's that needy kind of self-deprecation where it's like you're desperate for people to to say that you're wrong. Yeah. I just, yeah. I can't, I don't have the energy to deal with people like that. It makes me so sad. 
Yep, true. Similarly, I got r slash Texas, which I'm sure is also going to be a lot of obnoxious people that I don't want to talk about. Uh, probably. Yeah, it's crazy how much people from Texas have feelings about Texas. You know what? Let's not mess with Texas. We'll move <laughs> yeah, on. What did you get? Idea. The like, one that we're doing? <laughs> I guess it's the... It's sort of the same reason why I hate New Jersey, where I live. There's mm. only there's only like Watch three it. there's only like three <laughs> states in the United States where people will unironically pretend that they're different from other. I'm not like other Americans <laughs> because yeah. I'm from this place. You think there's only three, huh? What are they then? I think it's like New Jersey, Texas, and New York. California. Yeah, Maybe California. California. Okay, Florida, I'll give you California. Louisiana. Uh, I feel like Florida people are too dumb to have <laughs> to want people to think they're different. I'm fine with it for New Jersey because New Jersey is the butt of every joke about everything you know from what? the history of time you know what jeff <laughs> having lived in places other than new jersey only new jersey people think that <laughs> no not in like real life i mean in like media because no, every every sitcom set in new york will have an episode where they have to go to new jersey and it's just they filmed it at the set of a garbage dump <laughs> yes but 100% yeah. of the time the person wrote it, writing that was from New Jersey, and everyone else in the country except for New Jersey just doesn't think that much about New Jersey. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. I don't know, man. It's very weird, I've always thought, that New Jersey doesn't have any remarkable cities. Do you know what I mean when I say that? Yes. Uh, I mean, Camden is to... remarkably urine-scented. <laughs> I've been to many of those cities, and I would not have any remarks to say about them. <laughs> But I like think Princeton. about other large cities that are local. Like, there are things to say culturally about uh, Philadelphia or Baltimore. Like, I don't feel like there are any cultural markers that are known about New Jersey cities. Princeton? Yeah, well, except for Trenton so. and Camden being extremely crime-ridden. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Uh, Cory Booker was the mayor of Newark. That's something now, because he's a federal politician. Yeah, you harass him regularly, right? <laughs> Uh, yes, I am always <laughs> texting my senators with that app, and I'm like, hey, why are you doing this? And they, I get an email from Bob Menendez now that says, thank you for your input, like a form letter. You have to walk that line where you're like, do what I want, or I'll kill you, and then also, if you're not cool about me saying that I'll kill you, I will kill you, so don't make a big deal about it. Just they don't sure let every, you swear. Just make sure every third one you send a picture of your balls uh -huh. as well. Or, they don't or like just ask them if they want a picture of your balls. <laughs> no, to, I won't do that. Just to keep their attention. You have to respond uh -huh. or I'll send it. You yeah. have to say no. You if, have to you if you don't say no, I'm going to assume the answer is yes. Yeah, it's, it's a dead man's switch where you have to respond to my message every 24 hours or I'll send it. Yep. <laughs> Uh, no, it's like, they don't even let you swear on ResistBot anymore. I used to be like, oh, I can't man. believe all these damn things that you're fudging up. Um, Get your and damn now I can't hands even off say that. her, Biff, you used to say in these emails. Yep. And now ResistBot is like, you think I ought to swear? <laughs> uh, anyway, what I are, what's... for a while I used ResistBot, and, uh... At one point, they did allow you to swear, but they sort of mm -hmm. said you shouldn't, which I think is really funny. I would <laughs> Don't be like, swear, wink. Yeah, 
I no, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing? You need to start thinking about the future of this country or whatever." And then they'd be like, "You know, people are a lot more positive t- when they aren't sworn at." And I'm like, "Fuck off, resist bot." Yeah. <laughs> now I'm against you, resist bot. Now I'm sending you a message every day. Yeah, now I'm sending yeah. you a picture of my balls. <laughs> <laughs> the message I got was. Um, We've detected some language in your letter that is commonly used in, uh, like, harassing messages, so please start over. (laughs) You said balls too many times. (laughs) Uh, So now I have to creatively be like, hey, are you guys, like, trying to get in that guillotine or what? Because, man, you're really, you're really messing up over there, and... Gosh, I'm I'm just I'm just sharpening it. I'm over here in Paris or whatever, wherever they did that. <laughs> just just getting ready, and you know, you could be on one side or the other. If Resistbot doesn't have a flag for the word guillotine, they're really uh, missing a trick there. I think. Yeah, they probably do at this point. <laughs> it's become a very popular thing uh, oh, to man. say. I would kill to see a word cloud of the most commonly used words on Resistbot. Uh, a guillotine is like ten times bigger than the next biggest word. Yeah, the second biggest one is God damn it. <laughs> yeah, and then the third biggest one is like bananas. <laughs> Weirdly, yeah, There's a bunch of people who are mad about the import laws around bananas, <laughs> banana cartels, etc. So uh-huh, banana republics is r slash drunken cookery. Yep. Yeah, this is the one we're doing, of course. Yeah, probably. Yes. I don't see how we could get away from it. Although, I do feel like we... Do you guys think the, the most common type of board we do is food? And uh, follow-up, do you think that's entirely Louisa's fault? What? How dare you? <laughs> no, to, no to both, and also I wouldn't say fault because it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of ones about uh, pets. <laughs> that might be one that's right up there. Yeah, we've definitely done lots about uh, comic books and pictures of animals and food, but I don't know which of those is number one, two, and three. Yeah. Also, the problem is when you get to the top of any board, everything's the same. Mm. Yeah, that's true. What are you saying? I don't understand what you just said. Shh, Matt, just agree with it. We'll <laughs> when move you on. get to the top of <laughs> when, any board? Listen, shut up. <laughs> Let me explain. When you click on top, and then you look at the top posts for any given Reddit subreddit, Yes. All the top posts of every board are basically the same thing, which is like a meme of something that was popular last year, but you've inserted the subject into it. Mm, Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I guess. I feel like the thing you're saying is insane. What? Because there is is a very popular category of post, which is like, uh, for example, on Drunken Cookery, I'm not going to look at the top ones, but I will predict (laughs) that one of the top five will be a popular meme from the past five years, but the caption is reworked to be about cooking while drunk. I suppose that's true, but that is such a mainstay of Reddit. That would be like you saying, all of these boards are the same. The top post contains text. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it is it, not. Yeah, you know but, it's not. Okay, but you're saying they're all the same, even though the entire premise of our podcast is that every episode is about a different <laughs> subject. Yeah, so, every episode of our show is the same. Matt. I mean, that's true. We <laughs> We've talked about I'm Dragon Quest Builders for like four episodes now. <laughs> The good part is none of us remember from episode to episode what we said about it. That's true. Yep. 
anyway, tell us about this board while I look at this photograph so, of fried venison ravioli, which is not something someone prepared while drunk. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the board has a weirdly formatted setup where uh, two-thirds of it are completely blank, but then the uh, one-third all the way to the left says drunken cookery with someone's name, Dirty. I don't know what that means. And it's all written like in a weird MS paint like uh, style. And uh, it's got some little shapes and colors. And there's a slice of uh, cartoon pizza on it. Dirty is, is one, one of, the, one mods. of the mods on the board. Okay. I was saying it, Jeff. I was saying <laughs> I'm sorry. It. We started at the same time on my no, end. No, that's not true. I started first. <laughs> yeah, on your end. I shot first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Han Solo. Yeah, but your gun wasn't loaded and mine was so that both of us could have plausible deniability and sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Are, anyway. we, are we in a firing squad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're shooting at each other? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a real a anarchist bad- firing squad. Yeah. This is a badly organized firing squad. <laughs> We've been, each of us was arrested by the other's government and ordered to be executed. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't understand how that works. <laughs> it's a very collaborative war. Yeah, that's good. We're all working together now. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's get back into this board. Okay. So, uh, twenty-two thousand readers, twenty-one users here now. They didn't name the people, and you know I don't like that. Uh, welcome to DC, where success is measured in not burning down your kitchen. From a can of beans over a trash can fire to a fancy dinner, if copious amounts of booze were involved, it belongs here. Have a hilarious story involving you waking up to a smoke-filled kitchen while passed out on your dinner table? Ever get shit-faced and cook the best goddamn creme fraiche ever? Have a recipe for Jägermeister pancakes or whiskey chili? And then uh, check out the rules, etc. What does cooking a creme fraiche mean? Yeah, the people are stupid. <laughs> you can't cook a creme fraiche. That's yeah. not how creme fraiche is. I know. It That's might be an attempt do. at humor. None of the elements of creme fraiche are cooked at any point. Do you think they thought yeah, it was some I kind of I think it's probably crepe? a joke. I don't think it's a joke. I think they honestly don't know what it means. Like when people think, oh, I'm going to sound smart, and they say something in French, but it's all wrong because they just wanted to sound smart and they didn't know anything about it. Yeah. This board's been around long enough. avec moi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, that works. This board's been around long (laughs) enough that they're definitely just, like, people would have pointed that out and been pedantic about it. It has to be on purpose at this point. I don't believe you. I think that most people are very stupid, and I would say, even amongst people who care a lot about food, probably 80% don't actually know what creme fraiche is. Yes. I was just I mean, talking I don't to think a, I've ever had a, it. a friend today about the food in Breath of the Wild, and it still bothers me that that little bird baby wants you to make salmon meniere. But meniere is like a really heavy uh, butter sauce, and yeah. why would you put that on a fatty fish like salmon? You wouldn't. It's well, never it's never made with salmon. No, you world. always you always put a butter a sauce on fish of any kind, though. No, not a fat, fatty fish. Fat on fat is delicious, though. That's okay, but it's too much, and you're not getting any contrast. You want to make it on a sole or a have trout. You ever, have you ever? Have you not made butter poached salmon? Because that's real good. No. It does good, not though. sound good. No. Butter poached. That sounds like a word for fried. Uh, I mean, it kind of is, except you don't get it hot enough and you yeah. don't burn the butter. Mm. But butter poached salmon is a real thing, though, that people do, and it's good. 
Yeah, but it's not no, it's wrong because it's just it's wrong because it. Louisa doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta understand the balance of uh, flavors. You know that. I think that salmon Meunier is fine. Like it, it probably isn't the most balanced dish in the world. But as someone just it, neither is an entire decorated cookie from the, the bakery at the grocery store, but I still <laughs> get one and eat it all in one sitting. Uh, it's too sweet though. Like that's just too much sugar, and it uh-huh. dulls your palate because it's just sugar. But if you have too much fat, it, that just dulls your palate with that. But it also dulls my self-loathing to eat an entire cookie. So there you go. <laughs> It's like a tranquilizer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, has anyone found out what's good on this board yet? Well, the top um, post of all time is one of the... None of the top posts oh is God. a meme, so uh, Jeff, you owe me your firstborn child, but... <laughs> Um, the top post of all time is one of those dumb, uh, making fun of the over the top, uh, like cooking gifts with the hands. Yeah, um, and the it. hands in this time are uh, raccoon hands, and it's There's making a whole uh, garbage food out of garbage. Is There's a this... whole series of these videos, you know. Okay, do they yeah. make money? Because I swear to God, I see this is a um, promoted post on Instagram all the time, and just scroll right past it. You've seen this genre for sure as a promoted post on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, but I I don't know if you've seen. Have you seen the raccoon one specifically? Yes, it was definitely Weird. raccoon. This is what I'm so saying. I was like, nope, forget this. This is what I'm saying. The raccoon one, it, like the, that is a series. Whoever. Makes oh no! I yeah, for sure. It's stupid. I don't understand that why they keep doing it. It's it's the one joke. It's just yeah. the one joke, and you already did it. Like, yeah. if I wanted to see it again, I'd watch the video again. I don't need a new video. It's not It's not different. Anyway. And raccoons aren't that cute. Why do people think that they are? Raccoon, real raccoons are cute. These no. taxidermied raccoon hands on <laughs> dowels are not. Yeah. <laughs> I also do not think real raccoons are very cute. I think they're fine. They're like little monsters. Yeah, it's fun to. I would never want to meet one in real life, but it's fun to see videos of them like washing food with their little person hands. Ugh, I don't like this it. person made deep fried pizza, which is fine if that's the thing you're going to do with your drunken cooking. Fine, um, but they use bisquick as the batter, no! and that seems like Weird. a bad idea. Oh, deep fried pizza is a thing. Like it's as. F- <sighs> Not just like an American variation on pizza, but there is a traditional preparation of like Italian style pizza where you deep fry the dough. <sighs> I don't like it. Um, and I've always wanted to try it, but yes, why, why, why this quick? <laughs> Especially because I'm looking at, oh, you know what? I guess they battered a freezer pizza. Yes. No! In Bisquick? That's a bad idea. I think it would be fine if you did it with, like, a beer batter. The thing that... I mean, listen, it's not going to be as good as, like, actual pizza, obviously, but it's fine. Everyone, we've all eaten freezer pizza, and it's fine. Here's what you do. You make a, you get a, you don't even have to make it. You can get one of those little bagged pizza doughs from the store, mm-hmm. deep fry that, then put toppings on it, then put it in the broiler for like 30 seconds to melt the cheese and toppings. I deep don't fried understand pizza. deep frying so pizza doughy, dough, though. because it'll just be, yeah, it'll be super chewy. Like, I feel like yeah. drying it out in the oven helps the process. 
Mm, I don't know. I I have on my short list of pizza restaurants in New York that I want to try. One of them is a place that deep fries their dough, and it looks amazing. I think mm. it would be cool if you deep fried your dough around a mold so that it was like a cup, and then you filled it with <laughs> melted cheese, and then you just killed oh, that would yourself. Be pretty good. That yeah. Like, yeah, drank molten mozzarella till you died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. Mm, oh, I like this post. Uh, it says, I've made this burger, forgot I didn't have any buns, and was too sauce to go buy some. I found frozen pretzels, smiley face, and they have made a cheeseburger with bacon, and put yes. it uh, between two soft pretzels, and that is a very good idea. Yeah, that's I a good have- idea. <laughs> I have taken a uh, soft pretzel, not this kind, but like the kind that's all squished, uh, and made like a, a breakfast sandwich on it. It was incredibly good. <laughs> oh man, this person's making chicken wings dipped in corn dog batter. <laughs> what? Um, it's not oh. a good speaking, idea. Speaking of not oh. understanding the uh, balance of things, uh, chicken wings have a lot of fat under the skin. Mm-hmm. And how can you appreciate that if you've battered them? Well, and the entire point of chicken wings is that the skin on the outside gets crispy. So if you cover that with something, it's just going to get soggy and chewy and disgusting. Yeah. I um I did some cooking over the weekend. I had a, a friend invite me over, uh, and we made fried chicken. And I tried something new. I did flour with spices, but I also put cornstarch in the flour. Mm-hmm. Man, the texture ended up amazing. It was so crunchy. Those yeah. drum the the drumsticks were really, really good that way. Cause I know Korean barbecue or Korean fried chicken, you go with just cornstarch as the breading. Yeah. yeah and I didn't want that, but cornstarch and flour was really good. Every time I make fried tofu I use the cornstarch mixture and uh, it usually yeah. comes out a good texture. Yeah, I always do fried chicken sandwiches with a mix of cornstarch and flour. It's pretty good. Here's a tip to all of my friends out there who like tofu. If you're going to do fried tofu, or really any tofu, make sure you press out all the water before you start, or else it's yes. going to be very mushy inside. I didn't hey, like that a, for many years. Here's a question. When I go to the grocery store, I see firm tofu and soft tofu. Yes. When I look at my goddamn cookbooks, they're always like, buy extra firm tofu. Where is that? It doesn't exist. I've never I, seen extra firm like, tofu. Uh, Whole Foods. You Fucking, have to go to special uh, grocery stores. I don't want to do that, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen in the, like, over where the, like, vegetarian replacement meats are next to the produce, I'll see tofu from, like, liquid up through extra firm. Yep. You just need to go to a better grocery store, Louisa. It's Wegmans. Uh, it's huge. It has so many things. Yeah, they... Wegmans is very, like hit or miss with stuff. They'll have, you know, six aisles of different cuts of meat and then half an aisle of cereal and you're like, well, <laughs> but I wanted to have I wanted to have cornflakes though. Yeah. Man, I want to eat this pretzel burger. I'm just kidding. No one has ever wanted to eat cornflakes in the history of time. <laughs> Frosted flakes though. Yeah, sure. yeah of course. Yeah. One of the top posts on here is um You could make that pretzel burger. A hot dog with cornflakes or maybe frosted flakes <laughs> on it. Uh, and the, te- the, uh, what's it? Caption says that I guess I wanted to add some texture. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah I can see that. Um, 
one of the top posts of all time, number 25, is I accidentally put cinnamon instead of red pepper on my pizza for the second time in a week. And there's a picture uh, of a I hated pizza looking slice at covered that. in cinnamon. <laughs> and it's very funny. Also, it's I especially it bad be okay. because. Yeah, maybe. But why would you be putting that much red pepper? Yeah, it's like, you can't insane. see the pizza no, no, through no, 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 the no. amount of cinnamon that's on there. Why yes. would you put that much red pepper? No, yeah. no, 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 no. When you are shaking red pepper onto a pizza, you have to violently shake it because the bits are so big. And so you have to make sure it comes out. So the texture change to cinnamon means when you do that violent shake, right. a big clump comes out. See, I yeah. was thinking red pepper as in, like, chili powder or oh, cayenne pepper and not the, the flakes. It's gotta be the flakes. The, what, yeah, it's gotta be based on how maniac, much you poured on there. What kind of maniac puts cayenne pepper on their uh, <laughs> pizza slice? Yeah. I mean, I always put hot sauce, but if I didn't have hot sauce, I would consider a, maybe a powdered... Hot sauce, uh, chili no, no. pepper. You want to make some ranch dressing, and you want to have a little bit of that on the uh, side to dip your crust. No, ran- ranch is fine on pizza. I'm not one of those people, but uh, that gets mad about that. But like, I will order like a chicken ranch pizza, and then also put hot sauce on it. Guys, every condiment is good on pizza, except for ketchup. <laughs> go to hell if you said ketchup oh, yeah. just now. You go to hell. <laughs> no mustard or mayonnaise no, mustard either is on there. Very good on a cheese stuffed crust. A little bit of mustard. Oh yes. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess I, I don't like mustard it. generally, so I I wouldn't like that anyway. So I don't really like mustard either, but a little bit of mustard it can be fine on a certain type of pizza. Same with mayonnaise, a little bit. Mm. Sometimes, depending on what else is on there. Yeah, if it's uh, a sure. Japanese-style pizza, or you're pretending that it is, <laughs> some mayonnaise is very good. Yeah, but, you have to put mayo and corn on there if it's yeah. Japanese. And a, and and a, a, a sunny-side-up egg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm going to shock everyone by agreeing with Jeff in saying Uh-oh. that hot, hey. sauce, hot sauce is definitely the best yeah. topping to have on, or condiment to have on pizza. I didn't mean I because don't... Jeff is often wrong. I just mean I always argue right. with Jeff. <laughs> Yes, true. I don't particularly like uh, sriracha as a condiment in general, so I don't really put that on there, but like a, a nice, uh, uh, the standard like vinegar and peppers style of hot sauce, like a, a Frank's Red Hot or a Texas Pete or whatever. Mm, I like yeah. sriracha. I don't really like the other ones. They're too spicy. I'll take any of them. I like spicy. Although not as much as Jeff, who is an actual insane person. Although I do like mm-hmm. the Papa John's tradition of having pizza, but also some pepperoncinis. So sometimes I have a jar of those nearby while I'm eating pizza. Yeah, so man. I can spice yeah, that it up. Fun. Also dipping. You, you, who Uh-oh. were talking about layering fats on each other. Yes. I know for a fact that you have dipped pizza in that butter that they that's true. But pizza. here's the thing. Speaking of deep fried pizza, though, if it's just baked, it doesn't have any added fat. Uh, but it is slathered in cheese and pepperoni, <laughs> which does have all the fat yes. on earth. Well, in my defense, I don't like to dip the cheese part of the pizza into the butter because I do think that's too much. I just like in, to dip the crust. In my defense, have you tried it? Because it's great. <laughs> Uh, no, I guess I'm afraid to now, <laughs> in case I find out I like it. It's so good, though. Huh, so I was looking at the side of this board, and I found, uh, I guess, joke spinoff subreddit, Drunken Cookery Gone Wild, which is exactly, if you are a Reddit veteran, what you think it would be. But there's only like 10 posts because someone just made it as a joke. Is it people cooking while they're drunk and naked? 
Yes, uh, but there is only one photograph of, I believe, a nude human being, and all the the rest are jokes. The the letdown of this is insane. The fact that there are people (laughs) posting on this, I'm nude and drunk and cooking, and yet, like, the only thing that anyone would care about is seeing a picture of that. I don't give a Mm -hmm. shit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. And the thought of people cooking drunk, but also naked, makes me so upset that Anxious, someone's gonna yeah. get third-degree uh, burns all over their horrible body. Well, as long as you're not frying, you're probably okay. But you're, if you're yeah, drunk, but- you're definitely frying! Of course. <laughs> you're absolutely, you're absolutely <laughs> frying bacon in a pan if you're drunk. And yeah. that is the most splattery thing to fry in a pan. Oh, oh you got me there. Man, now I'm hungry. I haven't had dinner yet, so... Alright, I guess that's the end of our episode. (laughs) Yeah, it's gotta be. You have to go eat, uh, whatever, peanut butter on a hot dog. (laughs) You have to go get blasted and then eat some, uh, Rice Krispies treats with pizza toppings. (laughs) Ooh, pepperoni Rice Krispies treats might be really good. Mm. Would ham be good with that? I'm trying to think if you made a bun out of Rice Krispies treats, what would be good on it? Ham and cheese, maybe? I think salami and pepperoni are really good with sweet things. Like, I mean, when you wrap a slice of salami around a little ball of mozzarella, like, the mozzarella is sweet and creamy, and then the the salami is, like, spicy and salty. Okay. It's a perfect combo. Hear me out. A Monte Cristo, (laughs) but the bread is Rice Krispie Treats. Okay. And instead of dipping it in jam, you dip it in hot sauce. (laughs) (laughs) You dip it in a, a hot pepper jam. You dip it in more bad. Rice Krispies. <laughs> For that extra crunch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Oh, boy. All right, well, I hope you guys liked this episode. If you did, please rate and review us on iTunes and make sure to tell all your friends about it. That's the best way we can grow, and we very much appreciate it when you do. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at seeingreddit. I'm on Twitter, at Kamikaze Pilot. I'm on Twitter, J3FK, Instagram, and Snapchat, JeffJK. You can go to Patreon.com slash JeffJK, where you can find uh, some bonus content related to this show. There's a lot of stuff on there from my other show, Creepypodsta, but because I've been editing this show, I've been chopping out the um, where we decide our fantasy casting poll and and throwing that uh, up there for you to listen to. So like an extra, little extra 10 to 15 minutes of uh, I guess there's two of them, so a little extra 20 to 30 minutes of seeing Reddit each month until um, I get a full-time job and make Matt start editing the show again. Yay. <laughs> uh, I'm Louisa. You can find me on Twitter at Heronbird, or you can come and join me on Vero, you cowards. Louisa. Yeah, join me. I'm also on Vero. I just posted yesterday. Yeah, join them on Vero. I only posted one time. <laughs> Come back, you coward! <laughs> I really wish Vera had caught on because it's a very elegant platform that I like, but uh, they're not improving it at all, and everyone got scared away when it turned out that the people who owned it were bad. Spoilers, guys, the people who own Twitter and Facebook are also extremely <laughs> bad, and their platform uh, has a bunch of Nazis on it, so Vero... Like, it, it's almost like if you own a big company, you're definitely bad. Yeah. Weird, right? Yep, it's true. Anyway, oh, whatever. Okay, sorry. Wait, did Louisa, you did your thing already. I did, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, was, I was waiting for you, but I forgot that you had just done it. Um, 
Okay, well, thanks for everyone who's been talking about us on Twitter. Thanks to folks who voted in our poll, our casting poll last week for Rich Uncle Pennybags from Monopoly. Um, you guys voted so wrong when you voted for uh, Jeff's choice of Jack Black. Oh, no! The yep. worst choice. As the number one. Correct. I'm disappointed in everyone. Number two was Louise's choice of Patrick Stewart. Yay! Number three was the correct answer, my choice, <laughs> Donald Glover, which would have been absolutely fantastic and hilarious. Uh, and finally, in last place, the wild card, David Hyde Pierce, which also I think would have been good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's the safe choice for, like, an animated uh, Rich Uncle Pennybags. Yeah. Uh, okay, thanks to p- folks who've been talking about us, like Chrissy, who is baking brownies while listening to us. Thanks, Thank you, Chrissy. Chrissy. Hope those brownies turn Thank out Thank you, good. Chrissy. Uh, thanks to uh, uh, our friend Chris, who corrected mm, us on you, thinking that his uh, screen name was from Star Tropics, even though that's a better game than Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, so <laughs> deal with that, Chris. Also, uh, no thank you, Chris, for saying that I'm crazy for the way I shop at the grocery no, store. thank you to Chris and Tanner for agreeing no. <laughs> with me that the only morally correct choice is to check out and then re-enter the store. That is still the, the right answer, and anyone who says otherwise is a reptilian monster. It's yeah, only thank a you problem to if you all don't do it perfectly, and you will do it perfectly, so there's nope. no problem. Nope. Thank you to all our <laughs> listeners for being mean to Louisa about her bad choice. No, I refuse to accept any blame. <laughs> I did like how a lot of the, the responses were like, I don't understand it. Usually Louisa is the only one I agree with. <laughs> like, hey, yes. that's still insulting that, me. That to to be fair, in every other instance besides this one, that's the correct opinion. Oh, I agree with them, but it's still insulting. <laughs> Well, people have really <laughs> taken and run with your uh, candidacy for mayor that you are not actually doing. I so know, I enjoy that. Feel like I should really look into doing it. You absolutely you should. should. Uh, yep. I don't even know what where I would go. I think I need to get signatures from humans in my area, and I don't want to talk to them. Local singles in your area. Yeah, yeah. Hot singles in your area are waiting to sign your petition to be mayor. <laughs> You're going to start getting served those ads. A trap ad that then has you sign up to run for mayor? (laughs) Oh, I answered the spam call and now suddenly I'm in the state legislature. (laughs) Uh, Okay, anyway, thanks to the most honorable crazy dinosaur lady. Thank you. Uh, Thanks to Tanner, I already said that, but double thanks to Tanner this week, I guess. Uh, Thanks to... um, Claiming Godzilla, but really Godzuki. Uh, thank you, Godzilla. Uh, I think it's somebody that we has tweeted about us before, but they've changed their Twitter handle. Um, yeah. Thank you for well, that. What's the at? What's the uh, at? At the giant be with you. Oh yeah, that person has tweeted at us before. Yeah, I so, don't remember their regular name. But this person, it's very important that I uh, thank them for tw- uh, tweeting at us a picture of Waluigi in uh, mm-hmm. with a sexy girl body in a bikini, maybe, or some kind of gymnast outfit. Um, it made me very uncomfortable to look at it. Mm-hmm. Jeff is going to masturbate to yep. this in a minute, so we should probably very quickly end the episode. <laughs> um, so, uh, thanks to Turner as well. Oh, um, thank you, Turner. Thank you guys so much. We have a small but the best community online. It's great! It's the a only perplexingly community. dedicated listener, listener <laughs> base. It's, it's literally the only community online that I trust doesn't have any Nazi sympathizers in it whatsoever, and I yep. very much appreciate that. 
If you are a Nazi sympathizer, seriously, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> seriously, we are so mad at you, yeah. you guys. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. I'm sure that they, because uh, it's impossible to be one of those people without getting, like, brain-meltingly upset at even the most, like, minor center-left politics, so they definitely stopped <laughs> listening already. Do you think that we are the most uh, foaming at the mouth in ill-informed liberal podcast in the world? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we no, might be. there's definitely stuff like Chapo Trap House out there. I don't know what Which that I'm is. told is a podcast. No, but surely they know more about what they're talking about than we do. I mean, there are a bunch of, like, chubby white guys who are my age and live in the New York metropolitan area, so probably not. Do they espouse assassinating the president as often as you do? Probably. I don't listen to the show because I don't understand the name and because I'm very stubborn when people recommend things to me. <laughs> Alright, well, speaking of being stubborn about recommendations, stubbornly force your friends to listen to our show mm -hmm. um, and come back next week. But in the meantime, we'll just be here horsing around. <sighs> God, don't read the comments. <laughs> don't forget to hang in there, baby. Uh, I think that uh, horsing around is losing the fun of the fact that it makes Jeff very sad. <laughs> it used to really catch Jeff off guard at first. Yeah, he yeah. couldn't remember to say his next thing. <laughs> yeah. It is still catching me a little bit off guard. <laughs> uh. Uh, okay, so that was a that was an episode. That was weird. I, I think felt it was pretty like good. I couldn't concentrate properly the entire time, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I always feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at this Waluigi picture now, and it's much more erotic than I thought. I thought it was just like a <laughs> somebody took like an anime person and photoshopped, but it's like a full drawing that yep. someone made, and it's extremely upsetting to look this at. This has to be a commission, right? Somebody commissioned, I want to see a second Oh, yes, Waluigi. for <laughs> sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs>